Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No, that title is not a misprint. We all at one point or another have made derogatory comments about the Beast Incarnate, whether it be his perceived lack of a moveset his stiffness in the ring, settle down, or his incredibly uh, relaxed contract, let's say. Lesnar is certainly one of the most polarising figures in WWE history. When you take off the critic hat and try to appreciate the business and superstars for what they are, though, a very different and surprising picture starts to unfold before your eyes. It's worth taking just a few minutes from time to time to look at things in a little bit more depth. From this slightly different perspective, you start to realise that Brock has had some huge moments and matches within WWE, has helped to put over a lot of talent, both young and old, and has shown flashes of great character and personality. So, seriously, is Brock Lesnar one of the most underrated superstars of all time? Let's take a closer examination. First, I admit this much, you know, I've, I've not often been a fan of the way that WWE have used Lesnar. I'm like a lot of fans who want to see titles defended, and see them regularly on TV. That being said, as long as WWE continues to want Brock, he has leverage like not many of us do. For Brock Lesnar, leverage means big money and a nice relaxed schedule. Simply put, don't hate the player, hate the game. Lesnar is a businessman doing whatever he needs to make himself the most money for the least amount of work. Can you really begrudge a man for wanting to make money while he sits at home? We would all do the exact same thing if given the opportunity. Samoa Joe has said the same thing himself. He doesn't care for championship belts, he just wants to get paid. So why do we not lambast Joe for a similar outlook? With that side of things out of the way, you can begin to look at the other things. The things that fans tend to hate on Brock for. The Beast is all about hard-hitting, short and sweet matches where he gets the majority of the offence in. Though Brock has had his fair share of incredible squash matches in his time on WWE TV, they have almost always been completely necessary to fit in with his reputation and the storyline. Besides, how many people didn't enjoy the SummerSlam match against John Cena, the one where Cena got virtually no attacks in? It was a spectacle. Brock isn't a young pup anymore. No more shooting star presses, no more 30 minute classics. With those two major obstacles out of the way, I'm going to give you five examples of how Brock Lesnar may just be as underrated as I'm claiming. Example 1, Royal Rumble 2020. Boy, oh boy, this sure was a controversial start to the Royal Rumble match. When Brock was announced as the number one entrant in that year's event, a lot of eyebrows were raised, mainly because he was already the reigning WWE champion and didn't stand to gain anything, but also because, well, who would be able to eliminate him? For the most part, it seemed the answer was nobody. Brock proceeded to toy with the first dozen or so wrestlers who came his way, eliminating most of them in mere seconds. Then it was the turn of the chosen one. Enter Drew McIntyre. A swift kick to the balls from Ricochet set the beast up to take one sweet Claymore kick to the face, sending him hurling over the top rope. A star-making moment for sure, but what followed was every bit as important for making Drew into a believable top guy as the elimination itself was. Brock sold the absolute hell out of that elimination. 
for a good two or three minutes, he sat at ringside, visibly shaken, dishevelled by what had just happened. He looked at Drew with a fear in his eyes. Had he finally met his match? The moment was greeted with one of the biggest pops I've ever heard from a crowd, clearly dejected and resentful at the possibility of another Brock showcase. Fans are quick to forget how many times Brock has put over newer and younger talent. Maybe all about making money, but Brock makes his own rules, and seeing him give a huge rub to other talent just goes to show that maybe he actually cares a lot more than he lets on. Drew would eventually go on to beat Brock at WrestleMania 36 in a career-defining moment, but would it have been even close to as important and special without that elimination and without Brock signing it? Just masterfully. Example 2, Great Balls of Fire versus Samoa Joe. Now, forget the horrid name of the pay-per-view if you possibly can. I saw the match between Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe as a thoroughly enjoyable one. The build was great and it felt like there was genuine animosity between the two men. This match is perhaps forgotten about because of maybe the pay-per-view's name or because it happened so early that year, but I still hold it in high esteem. And it was more proof that Lesnar can sell with the best of them. I'm a huge fan of Samoa Joe, his intensity and his character always brought any match he was in up to the next level, and here he certainly brought out the best in Brock. One thing that always sticks out for me with Brock is that his best work often comes when he's clearly having fun. Look look at the start of the 2020 Royal Rumble as a, as a perfect example of that. His in-ring interactions with R-Truth recently, leading to Brock asking to work with Truth more in the future, the whole Beast in the Bank run. Brock isn't a bad guy, he has personality, but his character largely doesn't require him to show it. Example number three, the streak is over. Still a moment of great contention with nobody outside of WWE headquarters ever likely to find out the entire truth behind the decision. One thing that's for sure though, is that neither WWE or The Undertaker himself made this decision lightly. Taker made the decision along with Vince and Taker will have lobbied for Brock to be the one who ended the streak. The detractors will say it should have been somebody new, it should have been a rising star. Taker chose Lesnar, much like he chose AJ Styles for WrestleMania 36 in the Boneyard match out of respect for his opponent. If anyone knows what the business needs, it's The Undertaker. I think he knows a little bit better than we do. He knew what this would do for Brock. He knew it would get him the ultimate heel heat. With all the planning behind the match understood a little bit better, think about the in-ring action itself. Early on in proceedings, Undertaker almost got knocked the hell out and was clearly not in a good state for the rest of the match. He was gone, and it was concerning. When something like this happens, it's down to the other guy in the ring to steer the rest of the match home and get both men out safely. The match couldn't simply end early. It wasn't in the script. It was WrestleMania. It was a huge moment. This was one of the biggest matches in WrestleMania history. It was due to end on the biggest moment we have ever seen. Brock did everything required of him to deliver the desired finish. The end result being arguably the most shocking moment in WWE history. Brock earned a lot of respect that night from the fans, as much as most of them don't want to admit to it. And when you take a second and stop romanticising everything... This was absolutely the right decision, and there was nobody better than Brock to end the streak. Example 4. Matches against Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor. Bringing this around now to more recent history, uh, these matches were all just excellent, simply put. Sure, they all played out largely the same way, with Lesnar dominating the first half of the match before the face turned things around, then ultimately falling short of the Conqueror. On all four occasions... Brock did everything he could to make his opponents look like absolute stars. This brings back my earlier point of his ability to sell. 
from the agony of an AJ Styles calf crusher, the lightning offence and strikes of Finn Balor, the never-say-die attitude of Brian, and the impassioned Mysterio defending his family's honour. Though twice the size of each of his counterparts, Brock made them all seem like giants in their own right. Each match was another startling reminder as to what Brock can accomplish when he's enjoying his job. He loves working with the smaller guys, and not just because he can throw them around. He knows that they are the ones to sell the story in the ring. Brock is the brute, the one who doesn't care about consequences or feelings. He is there to hurt people. Example number five, his personality. Another area where Brock is underrated in is his character work. In fact, this might be where he's the most underrated. While sporadic, when we do see Brock's personality on display, it is entertaining and gets people talking every single time. Whether it be his Brock in the Bank phase, the interaction with R-Truth that had everybody rolling on the floor laughing, rivalries with the great Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero back in the day, not caring about Heath Slater's kids, to toying with the bloodline most recently. Brock has a habit of surprising people with how much charisma he can bring to a segment. Is he the best talker in the world? No, of course not. And that's why he's had Paul Heyman by his side for most of his career. Brock lives a quiet life away from the cameras. He seems like a pretty chill guy who just does what he enjoys. Doesn't need the vast sums of money that WWE throw at him. So my guess would be that he does it because he enjoys it. He enjoys performing, he enjoys beating people up, but he knows he doesn't need to do it 300 times a year anymore. Perhaps that's the takeaway from all of this. I don't know if maybe it's just a Lesnar hang-up or an occasional disconnect with the creative team, but I will say that on numerous occasions, Lesnar hasn't seemed fully engaged. But as I said before, when presented with an opponent, a programme, and a script that appeals to his performing side of things, Brock Lesnar can be the best in the world. His name always equals ratings, and no matter how much crap we talk about him, he almost always gets a huge pop on his sporadic appearances. How John Cena, the greatest of all time, came out recently saying that Lesnar is, in his mind, the greatest of all time. And while I don't agree there, there is certainly a case for him being in at least the top 10. No one can deny that Brock is great, but it is safe to say he doesn't get nearly enough credit in the grand scheme of things. In time, once he departs for good, he will be missed. I have no doubt of that. Brock will be remembered for being a once-in-a-lifetime athlete who always knew how to put on a show and get people talking. And there we have it, folks. Those are my five reasons why I believe Brock Lesnar is the most underrated WWE superstar of all time. If you enjoyed this list, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube or the follow button on whichever audio platform you are listening on. And I look forward to catching you next time on It's My Wrestling Podcast. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.